Okay, guys, as usual, we have changed it up again. So this is uh, part two of our Out of Bounds special, talking about Barn Bugle, uh, the Lost Farm. We then talk about the new short course that's coming there, and we look forward to the Mayakoba Classic this week in the PGA. We did have Richard Mercer's interview planned, but we've had a couple of issues with the audio from that, so we're just getting that fixed up, but I want to get this uh, episode out straight away. So Dickie Mercer's interview is going to be next week. So without further ado, let's throw it back over to episode 44, part two of the Out of Bounds with myself and DP. We're three golf tragics, we're weekend hackers and we love that's the right. game of golf. And I, I, I think no, that's I showed that. you guys that on the weekend. Yes, 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 you did. We'll get to that shortly. Alrighty, and then we get up the uh, the next day, the Lost Farm. Pitch up, perfect day, minimal wind. I remember just getting up before you. I got up pretty early actually because I knew I wanted to get the drone going and I just opened those blinds and the bushes in front of us aren't moving. It was the best. It was, it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember I got the drone. I may, may or may not have just flown the drone in our room to get it out of the balcony and uh, just launch it out there and I'm just – told you to come over and have a look at the the screen that the drone was looking at and you just i remember you've just gone wow sprinklers are going off the sunrise is coming it's a special place i i'm going to throw it out there now that i i love the lost farm and and still to this point i think the lost farm is my favorite i'll decide that after we talk about the lost farm because i may may have changed my mind after we uh discuss what the hell happened out there but um yeah, we get amongst it in a, in a pitch perfect day, and and all I remember is we have breakfast again. Jai meets us up there for brekkie, and we walk over, and we've been talking about this first fairway. We we spoke about it the day before. It was one of the first things we saw, and I remember you said, "Why is the range smaller than the fairway of the first hole?" And so we're talking about how could you not hit this first fairway? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I might have. Uh... Might have some amnesia on, on what was actually said on that right. day, and I'm, I'm sure you'll um, pick up on it on the video. But a part of me thinks that I may have been uh, still drunk from the Bucks weekend, <laughs> and I may have said words to the effect of, "If I don't hit this fairway, I'm giving up golf." You give it, um, um, yeah, you're giving up golf. And what happened? Yeah, Jai didn't hit the fairway. Jai teed off first. <laughs> Jai did tee off first and missed the fairway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I, I think a, a gust of wind from the previous day was still trapped in the atmosphere. Right. And may have caught my big block that I hit. Right. And taken it left into the spud fucking paddock. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just on Google Maps now. <laughs> Don't worry about it, mate. It's about 80 metres wide and I miss it. It is 91 metres <laughs> wide. <laughs> the landing zone is 91.15 metres wide. And That's you... your landing zone. I'm 20 metres back from there, remember? No, no, no. I'm can, I just, where you should be. can I just say that the uh, the course guide for Lost Farm is nowhere near as good as the course guide for the Yeah, Jewish. right. Yeah. Just, just going to throw that out there. Yeah, the uh, level of detail kind of drops off for the uh, Lost Farm one. Like it still, uh, you know, sets up the story of the whole, but 
it's and not think, it's not as much. I, I think if you show the picture of the Lost Farms hole number one, that don't look ninety one meters wide, mate. Just saying. True, true. I'll give you that. So, I, I'll give you that. Then you let's pretend you're playing on on the pitcher. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, you said you'll miss you'll quit golf, and then all of a sudden you miss the fairway. So, I shout out to myself. I make par on the first hole, take the first skin, and I'm thinking, all right, happy days. So We're just away. recap. Recap on day one. We played ten, ten, ten. Yeah, ten yeah. for the front, ten for the back, front, ten yeah. overall. Yep. Who won that? I won the front nine. Yep. Joe won the back nine. Yeah. And spoiler alert, because you got to watch yeah. the video. But yeah. Joe took the took the bickies. Yeah, so I won shit. Right. You won nothing. So day two skins. Basically, it was you pay Joe thirty dollars. Well <laughs> so second day was skins and five bucks nearest hole. Wait, yeah? this is I think is this giving away our amateur status? Nah, side bets, mate. We're talking dollary dues, Taswegian dollary dues. Oh, that's right. We, we still don't know the currency. We don't know what the, tr- the the rate was. What was the exchange rate? Don't know. Anyway, I'm looking down the barrel of a double par again on the first hole. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I've lost farm. Watch the video. See if I did it or not. Um. And then second, third, I, I'm probably just going to jump to the fourth hole. I, I know we're dribbling a little bit, so um, anything else on the second or third you want to mention? No, I think I had a par in there, didn't I? Pard something. Maybe. Do you want to mention Pardon. your pars every time? Yeah, but that's a good thing for me because um, just for the record, without wanting to spoil it, I did not have one birdie over the 36 holes. And I Should've... had an asterisk one. Yeah, I should have. I'll, I'll claim. No, you can claim that birdie. I reckon. Um, I thanks. Should have had a birdie. I should have had a birdie. You're a bit fragile too on that asterisk birdie. Just quietly, I was still yeah. a bit. I still felt I was on eggshells that hole. Anyways, just we're to... getting there. Fourth hole. Um, fourth hole is this really cool little par three um, right along the Bass Strait. So you you kind of along the beach line. What about how crazy it was? Another thing down there we haven't even spoken about is they've got sprinklers on the beach and sprinklers in the bunkers. In the bunkers, yeah, yeah, to keep the sand in. Yeah, we had no idea. We had to ask the local, which, again, thanks, thank God Jai was there because we probably still wouldn't have worked it out to this day. (laughs) But um, it was to keep the sand in there because that wind was ridiculous. So you could see... Um, you'll see where we hit off on this T-zone. It's very sandy on this T-zone. It's because the sand had been blown over from the beach itself um, and you could see a lot of the bunkers had blown out and and onto the green in some of them. I mean, to me, it just adds more character to the to the course, but obviously that's that those those sprinklers are doing a lot of work to try and keep that sand in there because when that wind did pick up and the sand hit you as well, you knew it was moving. So they must have some some issues there dealing with that, which is something you'd never think about at any other course. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, pretty, but, pretty unique, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And then we get to the, the fourth hole and you stick it close, real close. I yeah. drives over the back. Dry goes long down onto the fifth hole tee box. I'm on, but I'm well short. And there you are doing the the tourist thing, 
taken your photo of your nearest to pin ball because we were playing nearest to pins this day as well. So that was the first nearest to pin. It was your first dollar in your pocket. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. You're pretty it excited. Was, it's my claim to fame, right? I just parred the, the whole previous hole and then I've stuck this one to what, four foot? Yep. And I said to you as we we're walking up, I said, I'm going to be that bloke. I am dead sick going to be that bloke and take the photo off. Nearly got a hole in one. Actually, correction, you won this skin the hole before that, apparently. Of course I did. And, yeah, and, yeah, I would have. Yeah, of course you did. And, um, and yeah, you got you got two skins. So you you were on a bit of a high. Come over to this one and then nearly pinned it. And, and so I, I literally am filming you take photos of your ball, thinking like just taking the piss out of you taking the photo of your nearest to pin. Little do I know I then kind of pan over to Jai, who's got a three-wood out. He's got to go up this this ramp. He's got no green to play with. He's up this huge kind of embankment. Um, and it's just traveling. And then just bang, straight into the pin, drops. Takes a birdie. And you've got to make a putt to halve the hole. I know. <laughs> it, it turned the hole on its head, didn't it? And what happened? Watch the video. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, such, it was such a sick shot. And we were talking about our, like using the three wood around there. And there's a lot of times where I, I don't think I chipped much around there. Like normally I play like a 56 degree from around. And but a lot of the times it's so like tight around those greens and, and with the, the kind of raised greens in most of them and bowls and, and, you know, you've got to, I, most of the time you've got to putt it or you've got to hit it with a three wood. So that's what Jai did. And he absolutely just dropped a bomb. And um, yeah, took the took the skin off you. Yeah, it's more ass than class. Um, even he said that, but it, it sunk. Hey, you don't need to draw maps. He did what he needed to do, and I think that I think that put me off because I was like, I was ready just to knock this in. There was like a bit of a kick in birdie, and I was thinking, there, yeah, bloody hell, birdie, another skin. You know, almost aced it, and then once he drained it, it just the old knee knockers come out, and I'm like, oh shit. I got to make this, and it was a slippery little downhill, huh? Like it was. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, no, yeah, definitely, so. yeah, it's, yeah, very tricky. But um, we uh, we move on to the next hole. And we've got to talk about this fifth hole. This fifth hole, it is one of the best holes in Australia. The way that this this hole runs, and this hole runs, you you've got the the Foster 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 River that runs along. So it, the river splits the two golf courses, and actually, the day before we tried to hit from the seventeenth tee over the river onto this fifth tee tee box. Again, not sure if we're allowed to do that. I apologise to Mister Sattler down there that owns uh, the Dunes. Um, but we uh, we get onto this fifth hole, and this is the famous hole that Adam Scott drove the green it is 443 meters 433 meters from the back and you can go left so it's kind of separated i guess by this huge like june ridge and you can go left and kind of the safer option there's plenty of fairway on the left and kind of you cut the ridge i guess a little bit or you can go right and somehow try and kind of draw it around you got prevailing wind as well so i can see how it's definitely doable um, but it's just an intimidating looking shot. And it's just, you've got two options off the tee. And if you haven't probably played there before, you don't realize there's a landing zone behind that ridge. And I'm just but looking at it now. That, that landing, landing zone, zone is 330 meter cover. Yeah. I'm back. just looking now. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three ten will probably give you the cover to get there. 
that's a massive, massive. The like reach no drops off a, few, a bit, and if you're drawing the ball, you're, you're not doing that unless. And you've got wind behind you, so if you're a big hitter, it's in. You could do it. Oh yeah, but you're getting every single piece of that ball. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm talking about the big hitters. Like there's, yeah, I'm not getting it. But Adam Scott, I don't, I don't go. Oh, Adam Scott, big hitter of the ball. Like yeah, he can get it out there, but I'm not thinking he's taking oh, on. He, I'm going. I don't know, maybe Bryson three thirty. Yeah, but if it if it can if it can draw it as well, um, with that wind behind you, you got a fifty k wind behind you. Yeah, true. So he oh. he's drawn the ball apparently, hit this landing zone, and it's kind of skipped forward uh, and gone onto the green, which is four hundred and thirty three meters away. Still pretty ballsy, cool story. Right? Still yeah. ballsy. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I try and kind of go that line. I, I I've never seen that ball again. Um, dry duffs his straight down after coming off that uh, that birdie, and then we've done the old hey DP. If you fuck this up, let's take a mulligan. And you did that a couple yeah. of times at Lost Farm, um, we, I do believe. Yeah, we did it twice. Yeah, and each time DP stepped it. up and pumped it. Yeah, you did with two and of you, us, like kind of hoping you failed. It was um, hardest hole on the course again, and I was looking down the barrel of a par. Uh, yep. And what's your mate? Bogey. Doesn't matter. Two points. Five or two. Move on. <laughs> yep. I lost the ball. That. Made a six. Made a double with a lost ball. So but that, that is a tough hole. Like it's, yeah, it's 400. I pardon four, my second ball. Just let you know. 400 metres. Blind tee shot. Like, so you've got a, a fence paling, right, on the on the dune that you've got yep. to aim over. Yep. And it's a dog leg right. So it's, yep. a, yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty daunting tee shot. Yeah, and it, it, it's the uh, it's the one of the main ones that I remember from the first time I played, particularly because you had the prevailing wind. So it's the first time again that you've got the the prevailing wind on that course. And I remember getting one out of the middle, and it was the first time I'd ever hit one over like two eighty meters when I was you know off twenty six or whatever. So that 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 hole sticks out to me. It was just it's a beautiful a beautiful course. That uh, that hole that green is huge. And um, it's just, yeah, it's a magic hole. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I know I played better golf there, but just the layout, the everything about Lost Farms, that was my favourite course. I know I'm skipping out here, but yeah. it wasn't a, I didn't find a bad hole on Lost Farms. And I'm not saying there's bad holes on Dunes, but... I found one. <laughs> Is that the 11th? Actually, I think you're right, actually. I think I, I, when I thought about it, I was thinking about it the other day. I think... The dunes, I think I could find maybe two or three, whereas the lost farm, I found it really difficult to think of a bad hole. And I think maybe one hole that I can think of. But other than that, and it is getting up to that 11, 12. But anyways, uh, we go to the eighth. Let's skip ahead to the eighth here. Um, I hit a great drive. For, for some reason, my driver was actually on in this trip, thank God. But I hit a, a fairway again. And this is where everything starts to crumble. I'm having this, flashbacks looking at this, it. I'm, so I'm going to need counselling. We're sitting on eight, and this is where the tractors, the, there's a bit of work happening, right? The guys. Oh, mowing, yeah, yeah, mowing, yeah, yeah. The lawn yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, and you pump yours. You get it out there. I don't know, 270, 280, 290, something like that. What happened to your second shot, Nate? So, <laughs> don't even, I, 
bunker. Yeah, fairway bunker left. I hit a five iron 92 metres into the bunker <laughs> is what happened. Again, going from the Arcos sensor. So these Arcos, I'm going to have to do a video on these Arcos sensors because I just, I love them. I love looking at the GPS after a round. But um, basically, yeah, I, I hit driver 255 um, and then I hit five iron and I, they're like, you know, it's pretty normal shot. Like it's par five, just try and put it. And I top it. I hit it dead set on the head. I hadn't topped a ball in two days. I hadn't topped one. And topping for me is the worst feeling in golf. I'd rather middle one and I'd rather hosel rocket one. I'd rather shank it and just like go, oh, there's a shank or whatever. But to top it on the head and to swing hard on a ball and just to like hit it on the head, I think is the worst feeling ever. And you've just gone, get in a bunker. <laughs> As it's kind of fucking rolling up there you know, 80 metres, and it kind of just does this little little left turn straight into the bunker, of course. It's a gnarly-looking bunker too, just quite. It's a shit fairway bunker in the middle of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> and I found, like, it, it, it's a, like, I'm looking at that fairway bunker and I'm looking at it now, I'm like, no one is ever in that fairway bunker because the, the landing zone's well before it. You're then hitting over it. Like, I've hit a good driver and I've hit an iron 90 metres into the bunker, and it's on the left. Anyways. So I'm in the bunker. I'm just like, yeah, righto, thanks. Like getting a little bit simmered, like because I topped one and you've yelled for it to get in the bunker and that all kind of happened. So then I'm like, all right, let's just, you know, hit a 9-9 out and just land it and just, yeah, play bogey. And I shank one out of the bunker over to the trees, never to be seen again. And then I hit, I take a drop and I hit a really good wedge lands on the edge of the green out of the bunker what happened to your club out of the bunker i fell and i used it to like balance me as i was kind of stumbling out did you did you abuse your club i abused the bunker if you're on a tennis court and you did the same thing to your oh my racket's in a million pieces yeah, you're you're getting called a code violation. <laughs> it, look, it's 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 up there with Sergio's bunker blowups. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But yeah, I didn't it hit cool. it over and over. I just hit it one. It was just one kind of nice slam, just a little bit angry in middle. It's nice when you're in the middle of fairway, and then all of a sudden you top one into the bunker, and then you shank the next one. Anyway, so I go and hit this wedge. This wedge is so nice, and it hits the right side of the green, bounces into this like. It's not even a bunker. It's wasteland on the right. It's I've, it's three meters over my head to try and get back to the green. Somehow get it over the green and then over the bunker over the back into the shit. And then there's a really good video of me where I'm standing like T-ball. I'm standing in the bunker. I'm hitting down over my head like an axe, like you're at a carnival trying to get that like thing to go up in the sky, like, and I've hit down on this ball, somehow got it onto the green, and all of a sudden you get very giddy because I have to make a two-putt to save double par, and I hadn't had a double par yet, had I? Yeah, no, you hadn't. And I had a double par. Yeah, but look, so did I. Hmm. My score card showing a ten as well. So <laughs> let's 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 both agree that that should have been the hardest hole in the course. Hundred percent. I can't believe it wasn't. Um, but anyways, that was my first first double par. 
if I skim down my scorecard, that is my only double par. Oh, besides the six. <laughs> I might have had an eight on the par three. Um, <laughs> that, that, that were my only two blowout holes, really. Yeah, but we both have tens. Tens there. Uh, Jai has a six. Good on you, Jai. Great for you. Steal um, the fucking skin. That's all he did. He's like yeah. a burglar. So anyways, we move on. Ninth hole, make a bogey, kind of get to get to nine. Um, you, we, we have a little break at halftime, get some sandwiches again um, and jump onto the 10th tee box. I make a really good par on 10. Uh, we saw the echidna. Remember the echidnas just going across yeah, the fairway? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that that's another thing. The, the wildlife down there, wallabies, uh, echidnas, it was just all happening. Um, tenth, I make a good, ho- good, good par. Take a couple of skins, feeling good. Move on to the eleventh hole. Ten's a pretty cool hole, though, right? Like, Ten's a great ten. hole. Ten is yeah, a yeah. great hole. Just yeah, really good look from the from the tee. Um, then there's that bunker in the distance that you can kind of yeah. It's just it's so many good holes at Wasp Farm. Yeah. It's um what five hundred twelve meters. Like it's it, it's a bit of a fairway, but it's it's tight. But it, it was good. Yeah, I, I had a actually really good birdie look at it and realized I think I had like three putts to win the skin. So just yes. So you smashed the skin, there. right? Yeah, because Joe and I were bloody the Leyland brothers. We were up in the sticks and <laughs> we, we were everywhere, mate. We were everywhere but nowhere. And um, that's it. So then we're sitting on the 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 eleventh tee box, which is right behind, mind you, right behind the tenth. So. You pretty much walk straight off onto the, the, the tee box, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think Joe and I are debriefing on our <laughs> adventure. You know, Mike and Mal, us, the Leland brothers, <laughs> and we're talking and talking and chapping and chapping. And next thing we look up and you're giving us the death stairs, mate. Remember that? So everyone will see in the video <laughs> that I addressed the ball, I think, three times. You have a waggle. You sent me the video. You do have a bit of a waggle. Yeah. And there's a waggle. And then I stop waggling and kind of put the ball back behind there just to kind of get ready. And you've stopped talking. And then all of a sudden, just as I've kind of gone to just draw away, you just started talking again. So then I stop and I just like stare at you. And you're like, oh, sorry, do you want me to stop talking? (laughs) So then you're in my head. You're in my head. And then what happens? It's hard to say, Nate. You, people, people are going to have to see the video, but I completely top it. It's lucky to get past. Actually, I don't know how it got past the uh, the forward tees. There's no ladies' tees over there. They have different colored tees compared to, you know, what handicap you're off and kind of suggest what you should play off, which is another yeah. thing I like about what they do over there. But I top it. And then I top the next one. And then... I hit that one left and lose it. You're taking videos of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am steaming. Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> steaming at this stage. And um, what did I make? Uh, you got a double par. I got a nine. Yeah, you did. I got a yeah, yeah over double. And poor old Jai, right? Because you'd snapped at us. What did you say? You'd said something at us about fucking stop fucking talking or something. You were, you got angry with dad voice on. Like you were, 
you were filming. I said something about what's your caption going to be on that one. This is what happens when you're talking to someone's backswing twice in a row. How good was that call? <laughs> it's angry. It was angry. It was angry. It was angry call. And then I all think, of a sudden, I think Jai got a bit like, um, fuck, what do I do here? <laughs> like a mum and dad are having a domestic kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm the only child. I don't know what to do. And then I've disappeared into the bushes. And then, and I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So we spoke about the yellow ball in my bag. Yes, you did. And you said, if you see the yellow ball come out. That means that it's my last ball. We're in trouble. We're in trouble, yeah. So so I kind of was angry anyways, and I knew you guys were over at the green. Yeah. And I couldn't find my ball. No one was helping me. No one wanted to come near me, which is fair enough. I was acting like a Bryson. And... um, I decided to pull the yellow ball out, even though I knew that there was a couple of chrome soft freshies in there. And I said to Jai, I said, oh, fuck, the yellow ball's going And out. I've hit the yellow ball over to you. Because <laughs> I knew you'd had that conversation. I knew it was already awkward. And I knew you'd be like, oh, fuck, that's the yellow ball. Nate's on his last ball. Yep. <laughs> Listen to the audio because we were mic'd up. I was mic'd up. Yeah, I forgot. So, I haven't listened to your audio yet. I kind of felt bad about that. I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to listen to like what DP's reaction's like. I don't give no fucks. We've done it on the pod, right? You know the pod? The yeah, old, know. We know when your mate's doing it, you just have a bit of a snigger. I did a bit yeah. of a snigger. <laughs> I'm just going to, this Blake's fucking awesome. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. Because I piped yeah. me drive, right? I, had a, a, I, I, I pumped me drive. Yes, you won the skin or something. I don't know. I didn't care. I didn't film anything for the next two holes. I know, right? And the next hole, we stepped up and you pumped. I hit a good drive. Yeah, pumped drive because a little bit bit cranky. And then I hit three wood kind of like, and it just the wind catches it. I lose that ball. Then all of a sudden I'm playing with some random ball I found because I couldn't give away that I had the chrome softs in my bag just yet. (laughs) And I make a bomb of a putt on that hole. You were angry. You were so angry. I was a little bit angry. And Anyways, it was good. You have, to, you have to see the video. It's good because I hit it right on that fairway and I'm like, yeah. You you and Jai were both left. So I'm like, oh, Jai can go and fucking sort him out because he's having a dummy spit. I'll yeah. go and get my ball, which is all the way over there. And yeah, um, yeah it was a, it was an interesting uh, couple of holes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving had, on. had dummy spit. It was hilarious. It's good video. Everyone will have to see the video, but it needs a dummy spit in there. It's content, mate. It's just content, okay? Um, anyways, the unique thing, about, unique thing about Lost Farms, we're probably going to skip goal, 20 holes at this course. Yeah, tw- yeah, 20 holes, a couple of uh, optional holes. Um, I think they 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 asked Sattler, they asked um, Richard Sattler, the guy that owns it, they said that they've got 20 holes and they kind of drew them up and said, this is what we're thinking and, you know, take, take two of them out kind of thing. And he just said, no. Nah. Why just use all 20 of them? Yeah, so Crenshaw Core, design course, Ben Crenshaw and oh, whatever Core's first name is. I should know it, but it's a long night. Mate. <laughs> Crenshaw, Crenshaw, it's not in the front of the book. Don't look in the front of the book. If you try <laughs> to look for it, I can see what you're doing there, Nate. Um, but, yeah, it was a really and, – and it was funny because the groups behind us didn't play those optional holes. Who is going to Barnboogle and not playing all yeah. 20 holes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't holes? know what the go is there. I don't know. 
Yeah, because like Tom Doak, Tom Doak did the did the other one, and and Doak was pretty twisted because that was just a tough tough course. Um, but yeah, well, Clayton, this, this... Clayton helped Doak out on that one, I think. Didn't yes, he? yeah, but this this one, this these twenty holes are just amazing, and they use a there's a thirteen V, I think they call it, and a, an eighteen V as well, um, both par threes. And anyways, if we skip forward, we get to the thirteenth V. Um, I finally make birdie, so. Basically, I've gone to tee off on the first ball, <laughs> and you'd simmered down a bit by now, right? Yeah, so it simmered. Were, yeah, it simmered. Were... I was good. I was, I was good. I knew I was coming up to probably my favourite holes on the course as well. The the next few holes are just kind of special as well. So I was like, oh, we're all, oh, um, yeah, it was all good. I still, I still felt like I ne- you need a bit of a bit of a cuddle, something so to perk you up, something to yeah, make well, you smile. So, so what do you decide to do? You decide to lay down in the fescue in front of me as I'm teeing off with a wedge at this par three, where if I know that if I hosel it or blade it, it's going straight to your head and it's going to kill you. But I had to get the shot, mate. It was the <laughs> angle. I had the, I had the camera, I had the angle. And I bet you, if you have a look at that footage, it'll be like award-winning uh, okay. camera yeah. footage. Have a look at it. I, will, I, will, I have, I have. It's, it is good. It's good footage, but I absolutely pull it left, trying not to kill you. And even Jai's like laughing as I'm. Seeing it. <laughs> it like, was hilarious. But anyways, we, we you, the boys give me a a reload, and I just absolutely pin the thing to like a foot, two feet, and just have a yep. little tap in birdie there, which was which was good to good to get a bird, even though it's got an asterisk next to it, and it's on a thirteen B hole. <laughs> So yeah. it's on an asterisk of a hole, and it was a yeah. Anyways, moving on. You you took the skin off us. They, they had no dramas about. No, no, no yeah, I was taking the skin. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Um, and then anyways, fourteenth, a really good hole. You're high elevated down. You're kind of straight into the into the wind, but the wind you don't really feel too much. Um, that was one that just kind of tripped me up. I was twenty six meters off the front from my drive, and then just absolutely like thinned one through the green and. Like had a absolutely diabolical putt to even get down onto that bottom tier of the of the green, but again, just shots you're never going to have at any other course that you'll play at. And then the next one is that fifteenth, that par three. That's you know this is the one that's in front of the restaurant. Yeah. So this is the par three. Bash straight is like in your eye line down the right. Um, you've got to kind of hit it downhill. There's a huge bank on the right. There's a, a bunker that's kind of a couple of bunkers that are tucked in on the left. You know, people are probably up there in the restaurant watching you hit. And Plays about 100, put, 170 metres, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty long one. And Jai puts one up where mum's working. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Pumped it. <laughs> I thought I put one in a similar spot and it turns out mine was in the bunker, which I end up putting out of another putt out of the bunker at bush golf. I, I think I putted out of the bunker every day I played with you, which was amazing. Um, real golf. And you hit a really good shot there. I did. Took another NTP. Took an NTP. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we get three, down to. Just put it out there. Three whacked it though. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, not happy, Jim. Yeah, we we halved that hole actually because I end up yes. putting out of the bunker and make it make the half. So, um, sixteen is halved as well. Seventeen, 
Mate, this is the one I was thinking about. This is the one that stuck in my head. This is a long par three directly into the prevailing wind and uphill as well. So um, I think it's, what, about 150 metres. It plays about that 150 mark but into the wind. The last time I played there, I hit three three woods and didn't get halfway to it. Uh, obviously less wind, but it was still picking up a little bit in the afternoon. And, mate, we all nailed our shots. Yeah, so I think Jai started off and he hit the green. Yeah, and we and thought you... that's it. That's nearest to pin, done. Yeah, you just got to hit the green here. Whoever hits the green yeah. is taking yeah. the NTP. Yep. yep. And then you and I both got up and I took three hybrid and I've, I've whacked it. Like I've given it everything I can and I've, I've got there and then you've stiffed yours as well. And we actually had to step it off. And I think there was only uh, about a foot in all yeah. of them. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. There was a foot between pretty much uh, all three of our, our shots. Um, you were up high and kind of just didn't trickle back down and I was pinned uh, high in the end and. And that's what we thought my ball was going to come round off the yeah, bank, but it just yeah, didn't sure. come off the bank, did it? Yeah. So, anyways, we we all make par. All three of us make par on that hole, which we take any day, and we go down eighteen with four skins on the line. Some some of us do. <laughs> four skin on the line down the eighteenth, and um, again, you'll have to watch the video for that one. But it is a very very fun finish on that hole. Match play, yeah. It was. It was. There was pretty much down to match play on that hole, and um, a really cool hole to finish on. A different green again. Uh, swales around to the right. Couple of really solid uh, bunkers. I think Jai went from bunker to bunker on that hole. Fairway bunker to greenside bunker. Um, but yeah, really cool hole. And then you're coming back to the clubhouse, and and it doesn't stop there at the 18th. You go around the corner, and you've got 18B, which is a really Really cool little fun par three to finish um, for the twentieth hole. Yeah, and um, we spent about what half an hour, forty five minutes at the end of the round, just sitting overlooking eighteen B, a eighteen A, whatever it is, um, with a couple of groups behind us, hoping they'll come and play the hole. And out of the four groups, three groups, only one of them played eighteen B. None of them played it, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know why I've started calling 13B and um, 18B. It's, yeah, 13A and 18A is what they call it. Yeah, I didn't People want to correct you, but it's on, the, it's on the scorecard, mate. So. But, yeah, we, we just set up the impossible putt. We just have a few cans up there. We just kept getting a few cans into us, and we just tried to putt this thing from an impossible spot, which we must have had 15, 20 attempts at, and just not one of us got it near 10 feet. I got sick of walking up and down that hill. I think yeah, I said to you about the 12th count. time, I said... Yeah, that'll do me. You guys can keep doing this if you want. Hundred um, percent. So, but it was just magic to sit on that hill in that weather, overlooking that golf course after having just played those twenty holes, and just yeah. go, wow. Yeah, and un- unfortunately, the sports bar wasn't open, but that that place is just um, it's just something special, and you could just imagine finishing your round and having a few beers down there and some bets and watching people come up the eighteenth. You can see people hitting down the first as well. You can see people going across on the eighth. So, um, yeah, it's just magic, magic course, magic, magic spot. And to think it was a potato farm and now what it is, it's pretty incredible. And look, we've just spent bloody an hour and a half dribbling on these two golf courses. Um, and look, we'll probably get these episodes out. They'll be 15 minutes each. And we'll, everything we've just spent two hours talking about, you'll see in 15 minutes ago. Yeah, that was even better. I yeah. should have waited for the movie instead of listening to the podcast. Yeah, the movie. The movie's actually, this is like the book version. Yeah. Um, we haven't even touched on Boogle Run. 
We haven't. So we didn't get to play it. We may or may not have some drone footage of it that I'm sure you'll try and get into one or two of the episodes, but there is an embargo on the course. So we did speak with um, Liz, yeah? Yep, Liz Sutler, yep. And um, look, it looks magic. And, and Adam filled us in too, didn't he? Yeah, Adam did. And then uh, a greenkeeper that we spoke to, Jai's mate, who plays with Jai, um, came and filled us in as we were sitting on the 20th and just kind of gave us the rundown of the whole thing as well. And it's going to be a, a short course. I think there's 14 holes in total. Two of them are uh, par fours. The rest are par threes. And it's going to be fun. Like, it's just... It's it's that optional afternoon activity, that fill-in activity. I think, uh, you know, if you're going to book a couple of days there, you can play back to back, and you can play 36 holes in a day. But if you get a day like we did on that first day with the wind, it's a tough slog. But there'd be nothing better than going and playing the Boogle Run and taking beers. They're talking about maybe putting a bar out there. Um, it's going to be fun because they're just all part, like par threes are fun and, and going around with a crew, yeah, they'll let you play. I'd say like they do over in America at, um, you know, Band and Dunes and Pinehurst, they let people play in groups of five, groups of six. Like it's more of that social aspect, that fun kind of golf. So, um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting to think that they'll, um, they'll have that up and running early next year. And, and even on those two par fours and it's, it's weird. Like, uh, to me, okay, why 14 holes, why par threes, but two are par fours. And, and yeah. I guess both of those par fours are gettable apparently. So they're like yeah. Yeah, two, 230 mark, two, whatever. Yeah, it's going to um, it's gonna be that that fun where you, you know, you pump the ego up with your golf crew or who you're playing with and it's it's all fun with the par threes. But it's like, all right, we get to get the driver out now and have a whack and try and breach the green or, or hit this green, which is yeah, fun. Yeah, and... And it seems like everyone we spoke to, even Roscoe, we had a bit of a chat with him too about it, not knowing what that take-up's going to be like or who's going to play it or how it's going to fit into your your Barmboogle trip. Uh, but I think you and I both discussed it's definitely going to get some use. Like uh, it's just – it seems like it's, it's going to fill a void and depending on what time you get down there or when you fly. So we had that sort of late flight where we would have gone up and played that 14 holes, you know, um, quite easy they reckon you'll get around in a couple of hours yeah. um, just to finish off the day or, or whatever you want to do and sure. mate, it, it it sounds exciting everything that that um that we got told about it I, I really can't wait to get back down there and play it as well so yeah definitely i think it just stretches that out you can you can make a four or five day trip and just stay at barn bugle play both courses twice throwing the bugle run a couple of times and it's just going to be the perfect destination you don't have to go anywhere you can unpack and and just kind of play two of the best, best golf course in the world and mix it in with this short course as well, which is going to be just a pure track. And it's going to just give people birdie chances, hole in one chances. Like the question's going to be, if you make a hole in one at the Boogle run, is it the, is it really a hole in one? Cause it's a short course, but Hey, we'll we'll hopefully have that discussion one day when one of us is down there and makes one. I think it's um going to be a lot of money uh, won and lost on that course, shall we say? Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> I, definitely. That'll be the, the side bets and the nearest the pins and the the, the, the um, pots down there. I think that's where – and you don't have to – I mean, we don't condone uh, gambling, of course, but, you know, a dollar old, two dollars old, you can make a bit of a day out of it. And Yeah, and I think it's, um, it, it's a shame we don't have time to discuss our visit to Ratho Farms on this uh, pod, Nate, but, you know – it's um, 
Yeah, it's going to be Mate, up there with say, that. I told you, Rathay Farm is one of the most influential golf courses in Australia. Didn't you see the article that I sent you, mate? And it's not for the scones, okay? I'm not taking the piss, mate. I've never taken the piss. Rathay Farms is on my bucket list. It's 100%. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. Um, in wrapping up, what course is better for you? Farm, you're saying? I called Lost Farms my favourite before I'd finished June, remember? Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I think you just called it nine holes in. Fucking two holes in, I reckon. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, I think um, it, it's – look, it's polarising both those courses. People are going to have opinions either way. Um, some people say Lost Farms easier. I, I just found it more enjoyable, and I could see it be more enjoyable for the wider golf audience. Um, I found – all of their holes were different but challenging, if that sort of makes sense, where mm-hmm. Dunes was very up and down. Dunes was very traditional golf, very testing. Um, you could see it would play easy as piss if there was no win there, I reckon, as well. Um, but, yeah, look, I enjoyed both of them. But to me, if you said you can only play one of them ever again in your life, it would be Lost Farm, hands down. And, look, I think Crenshaw's a great golf designer, and I think he takes all of that into into consideration. Don't get me wrong, Dope goes all right, but um, Crenshaw's my favourite. Favourite hole? I knew you were going to ask that, and I can't – I don't, I don't want to pick a favourite hole. Realistically, I, I could just name five, six, seven on Lost Farm and go – Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That one was great. I love that about that one. And that's why I think I keep getting drawn back to Lost Farm is that – there was just so many different – like you talk about your dummy spit hole and the one after it, but that was even a different style of hole to the rest of that course. It yeah, see, they were the ones that kind of and... if I was thinking about holes I didn't like was probably that one and maybe the one after, so maybe 12, but I probably I was enjoyed that, that. Bla- I was that blacked out during that moment that I probably didn't get to take those holes in. Yeah, but I so I enjoyed that because I found that that was the open part of the course, right? So yeah. Get down there right. and <laughs> – even the scrub, there was no real scrub. So you got a bit of a relief. You, even though you're yep. going away from the, the clubhouse, you're sort of like, oh, well, we're miles from the clubhouse, but I don't feel claustrophobic. Where I found on the dunes, it, it just seemed everything was narrowed in and the, the gauze was there and you just didn't want to – You just I just felt claustrophobic and where I didn't feel that on, on Lost Farms. Yeah, I, I got to agree, but I, I can't. But you know that Adam Scott hole is is such a cool hole to to think about and and what he did there and and to kind of you know go through that. But um, I, yeah, I can't I can't pick a hole either. Lost Farms, my favourite, and it's really funny one actually. With most people we talk to that went to Barn Bugle, they they say that their groups are pretty much fifty fifty split after a, a golf trip with what their favourite course is, and I think that just shows you even more how good a destination is if if we flip the weather you could have had a completely different experience and you could be going fuck the lost farm but um you know you just don't know with with the weather that you get and unplayability and everything else like that but i love both tracks the lost farm for me is just the character there i remember pretty much every hole at the lost farm straight away uh the dunes i've kind of got to rehash a couple of um you know, holes there to kind of remember their their spot in the 18. But um, ridiculously that's, fun trip. I agree with that. Like, And that's what I, what will sort of, for me, when I go on and, and look at a course and, and go and remember it, I'll go, I can remember that, remember that, remember that. That's a good course where others where you've got, as you said, oh, yeah, what was that one again? Or what was, or you got to look at a map or you got to look at a book. 
where I can almost play all 18 Wasp Farm or 20 in my head and go, yep, that's there, that's there, that's there, that's there. Yep. Where June's you can't. It was really, oh, yeah, where was that again? Or what was that one again? Oh, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, the jaw, yep, I remember that one. But there's only like maybe four or five I remember where I could I could rattle off 12, 13, 14 at, at um, Lost Farm, no drums. Hey, before we wrap up as well, um, you owe me money. Fuck, two bucks, isn't it? Is it two bucks? You took 10 bucks out of my bag. Here we go. You only had 20 bucks to pay Jai. You owed him 32. Yep. You owed me $8 or something, and then you took 12 bucks out of my bag to give it to him. So you borrowed money off me yeah, to give look, to Jai to pay him in dollar dues. Wait, I was waiting for this. You really want to do this now? <laughs> you really? Who paid for your golf at Quinder on this Monday? Who paid for the hire car? Nate, are you going to be that bloke? Are you really? I had something. I knew you were going to say this, and I had something else. <laughs> are you, but now, are you, are you anyways, that's all we've got time for tonight. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining are you that us. Hard up? And. Are you that um, hard up? Do you need the eight bucks? I'll, I'll give me I'll those clubs back, bucks. mate. Give me those Cobra clubs back, right? Nah, thanks to Cobra. It was a shame that we didn't get to uh, use those clubs out there. It would have been a, a fun experience to to have taken the plastic off them at Barn Bugle, but um, I'm excited to rip into them. But yeah, awesome trip, but I'm really glad that you threw it out there and that I was able to jump on it and uh, you let me come along. Out of bounds, baby. Out of bounds. We have to do out another of one. Bounds. Yeah, definitely. So we'll plan the next one. So we need probably some suggestions. Where where do you want uh, Double Par and Nate to head to next on the Out of Bounds uh, special? You let us know what destination we should go to. Should we bring the other choppers? What about Steve Owen, the King? I mean, the King's having another baby. He's gone for 2021. That's we done. Need, I'm just putting that out there now. He ain't travelling. We need someone to hold the um the videos, the video camera. Yeah. We need someone to slide into my DMs again. We ain't going to get the same as Jai. You know, I reckon? Depends. Might have to go find Chris Tui and see where he wants to play. Love me a bit of CT. Where do you reckon he lives? It's right out there. Find out where he lives. Um, let's let's be dribbling. This is going to be a two-part special by the time we're done. I'm going to break this into two episodes. No, no, fuck it. Just let him just go to the slog. Who are those? There was another question you were going to ask us too, remember? You forgot that. Yeah, favourite hole. Oh, favourite Yeah. Paul, did you throw that out? Did you mention Paul? No, I didn't. I, I didn't. Paul, Paul, Paul doesn't need a shout out. Paul, Paul we're two hours deep, mate. If you're still listening, champion, you deserve a medal. I'll give you 100%. a sign ball if you send postage. There's a sign ball coming for Paulie if he sends the postage. Um, Nate, on your wish list, where do you want to play? And don't say King Island because I know that that's on both yours and my wish list. But if there was anywhere else, where do you I want to go to Radelaide? Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't been out of Adelaide. I wouldn't mind playing Royal and that. We're looking at that. It just uh, depends where COVID can take you. Oh, actually, you know where I haven't played? I haven't Tell played me. Bonville. Baby. I haven't played Bonville. OOB achievable. Coffs Harbour. Let's do it. Play Coffs Harbour and uh, Bonville. I'm putting it out there now. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone but Jai? <laughs> want to come? Actually, fuck it, Jai, if you want to come. We've got to go play Bonville. Hey, we've got to go up to Queensland. We've got to play Brookwater. Got to go up and visit Jasmine, golfer girl. Yeah, we've got to get up there and play girl. her course as well. David Thomas is up there. So there's a few, but we've got to go and go and see. But nah, Bonville's we'll think on. about it. 
Bond was on. I like Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. If you have uh, stuck around through this, you, you're legends. Hey, hey, um, Nate, we're meant to do a wrap of next week's PGA. You know, it's back. Far out. Yeah, you we're, know, it's we're back, breaking baby. this into two episodes, okay? So if you're listening to this, thank you for uh, jumping back into episode two. But the PGA. <laughs> Episode, 40, episode 44. Oh, <laughs> shit. We're in episode 44 now. Well, this is a mind melt. All right. This will come out on Thursday. Uh, so it's the Mayakoba Golf Classic presented by Unifin. Did you know that? We're going to Mexico. For those that don't know, I actually directed and delegated uh, DP to do some homework. And his one job this week was to do the first uh, the look at uh, Mayakoba for us. The first look. And As the uh, Brendan title Todd of is the, the article defending is. title. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, he's reading straight off the PGA's first look so far. This is good. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. What do you reckon? Hey, do you remember? You know, we. You're going to tell me that JT and Brooks Kepka's playing? No, uh, no, no worry about them. They're, they're, they're past winners. No one cares about them. Um, remember the Masters? Do you remember the lead amateur? Oh, past Ogle, Ogilvy's Ogilvy's brother, Ogletree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he just turn pro? He did. Andy Andy Ogletree turned pro and he's got a sponsor's exemption. So this is That's his awesome. first his first pro event. So my yeah. big shout out to him. Um he did some shit, but I'm not gonna read through that. But um good luck to him. He's in there. Five hundred points for the FedEx up for grabs. Oh. It's the El Camelino Golf Club, uh playing at oh six hundred and fifty odd meters. Um <laughs> Let's be honest, that is subject to change, though. I'm just going to put that out there. 650 odd meters. Yeah. Well, it's six and a half thousand. It's, oh, six, yeah, six and a half thousand. <laughs> I trying to do quick math. 7,000 yards. Well, you know who designed the course? Uh, yeah, Norms. Yeah, the shark. The, right. the schlong. <laughs> the great white schlong. <laughs> How big's that? Ooh. <laughs> we are dribbling. It's on the Mayan Riviera. Riviera. Everyone would know. Everyone would know this one mainly for uh, the whole Kucha saga, where he didn't uh, didn't didn't pay the caddy, the local caddy that he had. So, um, Cooch. So when I was doing me me homework, and I've seen that he's the seventy two hole record holder, mm. the old Cooch. I'm mm. going. This is the event. This is the one. This is where he mm. ripped off old mate. Mm. It's the, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a grub. Yeah, anyway, 13 times, 13 times they've played there. Um, never been a Mexican winner. Yeah, never been a Mexican winner, which is a huge one. And I'm I'm, I'm going to throw it out there right now before we even get into it. But um, I'm going Abe Answer this week. Oh, I, I, don't. Are you really? Are you yep, really? That's it. Wait, well, we, 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 uh, we pedicined it. Yeah, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. <sighs> Well, I stole I'm pulling, it up here. I'm pulling the Steve. You freaking did because I would have gone with Abe. You had to go Carlos it, Ortiz now and keep well, the Mexican look, dream alive. That was the other That's the other Mexican mentioned in this article um, <laughs> that I may or may not be ripping from. But look, I'm happy to go with uh, Harris English. He's due. Oh, God. Yeah, he is due. But... um. <laughs> big, big event, uh, you know, a decent field actually. We've had a week off and the players have had a rest. I feel like they we haven't had a week off in ages. Um, Brooks Kepka's playing, JT, Ricky Fowler, uh, Leash is there. Uh, I think J Day's there. So, um, 
yeah, it's a decent, decent field. So I'm looking forward to getting back into it this week and, and watching yeah. some uh, PGA. Eight, eight of the past uh, champions of this tournament are coming back. Brian Gay being one of them. Yep. He won the uh, Bermuda. And Stevie Stricker is going to tee it up on the PGA Tour for the first time in an event that isn't a major championship since the Memorial Tournament in 2019. It's very exciting. <laughs> it's a great stat for us all. And yeah. uh, the LPGA's on. They've got the Volunteers of America Texas shootout this week. But uh, the following week, they got the U.S. Women's Open on. So at Cypress Creek, which is a, a big one, obviously a major for the for the girls. So U.S. Women's Open on the uh, on the tenth in uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after. So we'll be looking into that one leading into it. Yeah, it's starting to wind down, aren't we? Towards the end of this year, um, I know we've got a big couple of events, but it'd be good to have a bit of a break from the old. Uh... Golf? What do you reckon? Never. No. Feed me. What else am I going to watch on a Monday when I'm at work? Oh, do you want to say that on the public record? What do you do for a job? No. Yeah. Take that, take that out. Two hours uh, six, episode twenty-four of this <laughs> Pandu yeah. the fiasco. No, that's the that's the joys of AO is you get to watch it any time live and then don't get the uh, scores uh, wrecked for you. You just go offline, no social media. Anyways, we are dribbling. Thank you for sticking through and listening to part two of our Tasmania special. Um, DP, thank you, mate. It's been awesome to go back through. I can't watch the videos and I know the videos will, uh, it'll be fun. P.S. P.S. We had Pro Tracer, Shot Tracer for the entire Lost Farm. Pretty much. Can't, can't believe you wasted your time putting those in, really. No one wants Mate, to see the pro trace. I haven't even done it yet. It's going to take me hours. I've just committed Don't do to it. it just then. Don't, no, bullshit. No, no, rehash. Um, look, for the three shots that were really good, we're going to pro tracer it um, because we had a, <laughs> a limited subscription because uh, Nate's a tight ass. <laughs> Actually, no, we'll make the, make the punters pay more to watch the pro tracer version. We, on our, um, own, need, our only fans on the um, Golf Days Australia only fans account. We need to um, we need to put this at the beginning of these thirty eight episodes. Um, if anyone doesn't want to listen to us bullshit for the next two hours, wait for the videos. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Do, do yourself a favour. Let's get out of here. I love that. That's at the end of it. So uh, thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week on the Golf Days Australia podcast. Have a great week. Enjoy your golf. Steve is back. Au revoir. Oh, hey, don't steal that. What's what's goodbye from uh, in Mexican? Uh, Arrivederci. <laughs> That's Italian, I think. They speak the same. Same. I don't know. Steve, <laughs> play the music, oh, Steve. Play the music, Steve. <laughs>